Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page on warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can go to warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com to listen to our shows and download and read the posts. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the show where you heard us. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Son of God manifested. It was prophesied, manifested, and the world beheld him. In the midst the darkness of the Roman Empire there came a light. Christian Clarity in an un clear world. Clarity in Christ Jesus. The quality or state of being clear, lucid, easy to understand, comprehensible, coherent, intelligible, concerning the things of Christ Jesus and what he has done for all those who would believe. Bowing to Baal, uncleanness. It all comes down to one thing, bowing the knee to Baal or owing allegiance to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Rise, take up thy bed and walk. Rise for your miracle today. It was to a man, impotent, sick, diseased, who lay on his bed by the pool of Siloam. Antichrist America, the pseudo-replacement. While the anti-God, anti-constitutional, and godless hype pushes forward, many many in America may accept it. I do not. Today it is not unheard of to have an elected official blatantly anti-Christian. And striving for faith of the gospel is more a reality today than ever before. Thus it behooves us to form a united front for the completion of of the proclamation of the gospel of Christ to all nations. Be sure to go to danaglinsmith.com where you can sign up for the Warren Radio newsletter. You can also visit the Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature Christian books and other resources from our Vision Media. Also, be sure to go to warn-usa.com for Faith Being Kept Classic Warren Radio Series. This Classic Warren Radio Series study is about his presence, having faith, and being kept during any tribulation that may come near. And now, I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. 
Welcome to another edition of Sound the Shofar. It's Friday morning. Now, if I'm not mistaken, at any rate, we got a Halloween event. The Day of the Dead in the Catholic Church. And China's even persecuting their priests for trying to hold their services. <laughs> God, China is unbelievable. As well as the Biden administration who continues to kiss up to them. You know, the, the nations of men don't do anything. And there is a reason why. You know, the only good thing about all this, some of the stuff I'm going to tell you, is that one day the Lord's going to arrive. They're going to see him in the skies and they're going to scream out in fear, hide us from him who sits upon the throne and the day of his great wrath. When the Lord comes, he's going to destroy those who have destroyed the earth, those who have plotted Mercola hit a home run today. He's a good resource. He's also been listed among the ten threats in the Biden administration for COVID. The guy's a doctor. Oh, God. We are so screwed up in this country, beginning with D.C. It's just ludicrous. I mean, dear God in heaven. Give us a hand here. Yeah. Well, at any rate, he talks about a, who's really running the world. And the whole thing goes back to a video on Rumble. Now, I don't know where else the video is. And... Uh, Who owns the world? Well, if you read this article, you're going to find out. If you watch the video, you'll see that a lot of those companies that you think are competing, they've got the same controllers. And uh, so that's where we're at today. And then he talks about the Spartacus letter. Now, the Spartacus letter is over on a, one of the locations is over on a site offshore. I know of this site. <clears throat> and the Spartacus letter is discussed by Mercola a little bit as well. I ran into parts of the Spartacus letter um, some time ago on social media. We have a lot of social accounts that I have to put stuff up on and go through. And so I'm always running into stuff like this. But one thing about the Spartacus letter, in the letter he has... A, I think I counted 549, 550, I don't know, references, detailed references. So that's interesting. Well, that's a fake piece. Well, he's got 550 references. Check them out. Now, just the stuff that... Uh, Mercola put out today in the links to the various things. Now, see, the video is called Monopoly, Who Owns the World? Well, we know where the monopoly begins. Begins with the devil and the controls heading to the mark of the beast. We know that. We know where it's headed. No matter what man does, 
But in your life, everything that there is, is controlled. And of course, when a number of years ago, quite a few years ago it began, where we believed there was the Illuminati. But there's like three companies in the entire world, three points of reference that have actually bought up everything. Now, see, I didn't have a clue about this. Then back in the 70s, I was working in an oil parts place that became a mega millionaire. And, of course, one of the people I worked with was the son of one of the partners. And then they sold it, and that's when it became really big. And he's since died. I was kind of surprised. He was younger than I am. Um... And I don't know how well off he was. But I'd talk to him from time to time. But I was doing research. Uh, I was working parts, and I needed to find a part. <laughs> this was during the oil embargo and everything else. It was a mess trying to find parts. And so I was researching this one major company, and I come to find out that the major company we were buying from is the same one that was working in Saudi Arabia and providing the pump parts and everything else. Well, we were in the middle of an oil embargo. And come to find out, this other company was owned by somebody else. And I began to trace it all down and found out back then that nothing is as it seems. <laughs> oh, dear God, help us. So today, that leads me into where we're going in Hebrews. We left off in Hebrews 6.11, and we desire that every one of you to show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope to the end. Verse 12 is the next verse. This is where we're starting that you be not slothful, but followers of them who, f through faith and patience, inherit the promises. You know, it's really interesting because we are in Isaiah, part 110. We've been doing Isaiah for, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. Been a long time. We're going to finish it. Maybe not this year, but we're getting close. At any rate, Isaiah speaks of a lot of things that relate to Hebrews. And see, there is going to come a time when the one individual although he's dark. He's not who you think he is. I believe that he's on this planet. I believe that he is walking around in public. I believe that he's wealthy, vast influence, vast connections. He's dark as hell itself, but you don't know it. Secretive, connections, actually all the connections come from him. And when I was reading this article by Mercola listing how this spider web of controls from the, the central bank and from all of the financial controls we have in America all the way across the pond into Europe and around the world and how everything your major companies in the world are all connected and you see 
<clears throat> for years and years, I've been warning about technology. I was back in the beginning of the Internet. I was back there when AOL, they were one of the first ones to really push things off. There were others, but I was there. So was Tower. And I was learning kilobytes. I was learning computers. I was learning what this Internet was back then. It ain't nothing like today. And I warned that technology wouldn't slave mankind. That it would enslave us. And then as I begin to look at it and understand the difference between the way we used to have our radios broadcasting and the new digital, it became a world of difference. And it's because of that digital that we've been able to accomplish even more. And, <clears throat> you know, they, they talked about the mark of the beast and everything like that. And we saw a one-world currency. Well, the one-world currency today is digital. And it's not like Bitcoin. It is how we handle our transactions, and we use cash, we use the dollar. But we put it in machines that convert it to digital, and that digital can go around the world to any bank account. It doesn't matter what language the other one is. It all recognizes the same digital. That is how the beast is going to control the world. Well, the reason I'm going through this is that that you be not slothful. I'm addressing the Christians here. The unbeliever won't believe this. They've got to be brought in. And it's going to take faith and patience to get us through. The supply of the Spirit of God and the Word of God and his faithfulness, we inherit those promises. See, because the rich, those, actually, you can speak directly to those three companies who have huge boards, they have more money than you could think, they own practically everything in the world, control most of the money in the world. Get that. Most of the money in the finances and the resources. And so a lot of the things, including COVID, is coming, funneling out of one place. Because each one of these boards on each one of these three companies, they sit on each other's boards. They're independent companies, but they control everything. So when you think about the old Illuminati that we used to talk about many years ago, <laughs> You know, we, we don't know about the Illuminati. We know when it was sort of created, but we don't know. We just think we know. You know, there's a thing in Revelation, a word that the Lord says, because you have not known the depths of Satan, I will put no other burden on you. You see, there's a depth of darkness that men don't realize. Average men. Even above average. And this internet and our technology has not done us any good. As far as morality and bringing us to where it was intended. Now see, we herald it. We love our smartphones and we're so busy with our smartphones, whether while we're driving or walking or whatever, it's easy to mislead people. And it's a wonder that when you look at technology, it is amoral. And I've told people this. You don't want to have the Internet teach your kids. Now, you can research it and find information. But the Internet is amoral. It doesn't care what you put up. It doesn't judge things by the morality of God. It is judged by the morality of those who put the information in and created the system in the first place. So if you're going to get through this, 
You're going to need faith and patience and the help of God because when he comes back, it says in uh, Revelation, that he will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And these people that control all this are pulling the strings for one reason. They're too much population. They want to cull the herd. They're too independent. And they don't like it. So they're going to cull the herd. Or so they think. But the one that's going to really cull the herd of nations will be the beast, Revelation 13. And he won't seem like a beast. He will appear as God in the temple of God. They will never know. They'll be totally deceived. And so today I give you fair warning. A lot of those controls are already being manipulated and put in place. For the mark of the beast. But see, the good thing about the Lord God. Let's do this first. That you be not slothful. Nothros. From a derivative of another word meaning sluggish. Well, to put it in plain English, lazy. Or another way, stupid. <laughs> Dull. Slothful. Or stupid. I mean, if you look at the policies coming out of the Biden administration and the fact that this guy walks around and when he has a speech and, you know, he... You know, Biden himself, he was quoted as saying that maybe putting controls on everybody's bank account isn't a good idea to report him. From, and he had a point of $600 and given the IRS that much power. That came across my desk this morning and I thought, you think after you've already proposed it? Now all of a sudden you're telling us, well, maybe that's not a good idea. That's why Joe Biden has handlers. They talk about it in the news all the time, his handlers. The fake news don't want you. They won't report the truth no matter what. Now when it starts threatening their lives, they will. But it'll be too late by then. Slothful. Don't be slothful. Lazy. Sluggish. If you're a Christian, wake up. Read Revelation. Not Revelation, excuse me. Yeah, read this too, but I'm talking about Luke 21, 34 through about 35. There's two or three verses in there that that's pertinent to this. Read them. There's also a warning in those verses or a commandment. Watch and pray always that you would be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Now that's one of the verses I tell people to pray for an escape. Because he tells you to watch and pray that you would be counted worthy to escape all these things. Remember that. And what you do is you watch and pray that you would be counted worthy. Well, you put the name of your family in there. Father, I pray according to your word. I watch and pray that Johnny and, you know, you give all the names out, would be counted worthy to escape all these things. And if it's just you, put your name in there. That I would be counted worthy to escape. Remember the Lord prayed. I pray thee, Father, that you would not Take them out of the world. No, he said it, not me. So for all of you looking for a rapture to be taken out, that's not what the Lord prayed. He says, I pray that you would not take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil. And in another place, when he's talking, when he gives us the what we call the Lord's Prayer, 
it goes, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. It's quite evident that there was an evil that Christ was praying we'd be delivered from. Now, in the first one, from the evil is a direct point to the devil, Satan. So there's a real devil, you know that. And we're, we know we're in the time of the end. So it's going to take, don't be slothful. You need faith. You know what faith is. It's a persuasion, moral conviction. You believe what God says. You're born again by the Spirit, John chapter 3. You receive him, John chapter 1. You walk in the light as he is in the light. You have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, the Son, will cleanse you from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1. Romans 3 through 7 talks about with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. Your sin, confessing sin, etc. It's an experience. It's a born again. It's a newness. Faith. Born again. Patience is the other one. Who through faith and patience, because in God's economy, in his work, it's faith. It's patience. It's patience. It's faith. Lord, I've waited long enough. No, you haven't. Patience. Faith. Fortitude, forbearance, patience. Patience is that thing that you say, you know, I've had enough of this. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. The next day, you're still going through it. I'm done. No, you're not. You'll be done <laughs> when God says you're done. I don't know how many times I've said, well, I've had enough. That's it. I've told, I've told Tower, I've had enough. This is it. I'm done with this. Sometimes that works. I'm done. You know, if I'm working in the yard, I can say I'm done. I'll go inside. But when there is an attack, when there's something happening, like COVID, how many are you done with COVID? And the controls. And the mandates coming out of Biden. I mean, he gives out band-aids the way most people go to the bathroom. I know you don't like the analogy, but that's what it is. It, it's the same stuff. It oozes out and it stinks when it comes. These mandates are nothing but damnable controls. And it has nothing to do with the virus. It has everything to do with control. Because you can control the virus, especially in, in most colds and vi things that happen. If you will take vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams, a couple of times a day, maybe three times a day if you feel something coming on. D3 is another one. Zinc is another. Your B vitamins. Niacin, for instance. And keep your immunity up. Eat the right foods. Boost your body's immunity by eating the right foods, not eating these lousy dinners. See, you can boost that. Joe Rogan got over... COVID in three days when it struck him. But if you learn, you can find out God gave you a body with a good immune system, but the problem with us we eat nothing but junk. I mean, I don't. Tower and I changed the way we eat and stuff a long time ago. So at any rate, 
faith and patience. And don't be slothful. Because as I outlined, there's people that want to take everything from you or even kill you because they don't care that you die. And the way we saw the response from COVID in New Zealand and Australia, remember Australia began as a penal colony. New Zealand was full of uh, native islanders that would kill you and eat you. Well, that was the old thing even here in America. We have a little thing called Crow Heart Butte where two Indian chiefs fought. And the loser, of course, he died and the winner ate his heart. And that was a way to get his spirit, his strength. So in this, we go to verse 13. For when God made promises to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. Verse 14, saying, Blessing, I will bless thee, multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after that he patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Now this is also very pertinent in Isaiah. We were talking about this stuff because Isaiah brings up and we're in the part where Isaiah is prophesying telling Judah we've already covered the part where he's prophesied that they were going to go into captivity in Babylon and now this is the deliverance and in the deliverance he emphasizes the blessing and that they were special and they go back to Abraham. See, the promises of God are yea and amen. And today, the promises of Abraham have gone, they didn't go away. For Israel or for the Christian. Because Abraham believed God. And of course, he had to patiently wait for the fulfillment of the promise. And then Isaac came, and the promise flowed through Isaac, not through Ishmael, which is the today the Muslim line. But God promised to bless Ishmael. So that's very, very pertinent. For the Muslims and for the Christians and for Jacob. Not to mention the other Jews that have been lost because they were in the northern tribes. But they're being found today. It's all coming back around. It's all going to come back to the point when humanity will be faced by the greatest threat that it's ever faced. Control, the mark of the beast, the great tribulation, the wrath of God. But see, in the end, these dudes and dudettes who have who are the power brokers of planet Earth now, and of course, this video does emphasize the connections one instance they give is Pepsi and Coca-Cola they're not competitors in the end you can trace their control and ownership back to these three companies worldwide globally we're not talking about a little bit of money we're talking about I forgot the exact percentage but it's 80-some, 90-some percent of the world's finances directly connected to these companies. We're talking more money than anybody on earth has ever collected before. Elon Musk becoming the first trillionaire. 
Who knows? Maybe he's on one of them boards. I don't know. Nobody knows. But we know Berkshire Hathaway. That's one of them. But it's the other two companies, and these transcend international borders, Russia, China, etc. So we're going to need a promise from God. We're going to need the power of God to deliver us. And the Lord himself says that unless he shortens the day, there will be no flesh left alive. What's that going to be like? You know, you have three companies with all the money in the world, and everybody's dead except these, the, <laughs> these three companies. Then what are you going to do? Who's going to run the factories for you? See, these people don't want to kill everybody. They just want to control everybody. It's well known in Europe, the kings, along with uh, those who help the king, the same way it works today. I mean, over in North Korea, look at fat Kim Jong-un. Look at his army. They're all well-fed. While the citizenry, he's telling them, they're going to starve. You have to face this. Because all the food that comes in goes to them. The army first. Of course, Kim Jong-un, he eats more than his share. How would you like a fat leader like that to tell you, well, you all need to go on a diet here anyway. We're going to go through a famine. And while you're wasting away and dying and your bones are showing, this fat slob is sitting up there telling you how you need to go through it. Make no mistake, Kim Jong-un is not a nice guy, no matter if he did meet with Trump. China is not a friendly nation, no matter what you think. I like their culture fine. The people are fine. But the communists are communists. And those in America that say to represent American socialism are fooled. They're foolish. They're stupid. Because there is no such thing as an American socialism. There's Marxism, going right back to Marx. And there's various forms of it, various inter interpretations. You have the Russian socialism, you have the Chinese communism, and you have various other forms throughout the earth. None of them have worked. Do you think communism has worked in China? No. All the people are slaves, but they, they don't fight. They just accept what China wants. China controls their churches and everything. North Korea does too. Putin's socialism, he controls that. So as much as we love the world and we get to live our lives, you see, my mom and dad and my grandfather, our family goes back to the beginning of this nation, literally. On one of my distant great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmothers, our family goes back to the beginning. We had land in the beginning of America. It was taken from us. You know, maybe I ought to get up there with the Indians who are trying to get their land rights back. And say, we had land too. Well, we even got the documents. But see, you just think you own something. Everywhere that you finance your car and everything. But see, verse 15, and so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Abraham was justified by faith. Because he believed God, it was imputed unto him for righteousness' sake. And today as Christians, because we believe God, we've believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, we've received him, it's imputed unto us for righteousness' sake. That's verse 15. Now, I want to tell you something. It made it was made clear to me last night and uh, early morning hours I had a message from the Lord.
and the one message and and you've probably heard this from prosperity preachers that God has more than enough abundance for you his fullness not abundance to fulfill your lusts James points that out you ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss to heap it on your lusts God has abundance for his people to provide and make a way for them no matter what it is no matter what the obstacle no matter what time or hour he has the abundance that was made perfectly clear to me last night in a very vivid way so there's two points not to heap it on your lusts well I want a million dollars no that's heaping it on your lusts but if you have somebody dying you can believe for healing if someone's starving you can believe for food to appear if there's no water you can believe for water somewhere, some way. God will make a way. He'll literally make it appear. Why do so many people die of starvation? Why do so many Christians get killed? Now the Lord prophesied. He said that would happen. They would be led as sheep to the slaughter. But he also said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And there's many Christians today, and we report on the persecuted church. There's nowhere in Scripture that tells you you're to stay in that same church where the enemy knows you're at and to have your church service at the same time, all the time, making it easy for them to find you when you're going to have them. There's not one Scripture that backs that up. Matter of fact, the Lord said if they persecute you here, move. Go somewhere else. The problem with that today especially where a lot of these Christians are persecuted there's nowhere to go because they're surrounded and the bottom line of it is one of the things the Lord did tell us that overrules everything is Revelation 12:11. they overcame by the blood of the Lamb the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the death unto the death It's important to notice that we are in that time and hour. But see today, you as a Christian family, and you got kids, you have to believe that God will make a way for you. You have got to believe that no matter what comes, the Lord will make a way for you. No matter what man says, no matter what controls are put out there, no matter what happens, God is able. His abundance is more than able. He can get you that job. He can help you to get this stuff taken care of. And I don't mean living in a big fancy house. I mean being able to live and be happy and at peace with God and man pretty much. Sometimes a man won't let you be at peace. And so that's important. There's more than enough abundance with God. Through Jesus Christ, Yahshua. For anything you may need. Any problem, any issue, any way. And so, don't receive the fear. Fear destroys the hope. Hope will make your soul bitter, and you will not be able to access. The devil wants you unbelieving, wants you stricken, wants you obeying, wants you following what he wants and he will always lead you into the lusts of the flesh every time that's all he knows what to do
God didn't create you to be dominated. He created you to be free and have the authority of Christ to rebuke the devil, to resist him, and he will flee, and to be able to stand like men or women with a clear conscience and a faith in God, and if you have kids, to lead them in a godly manner. But you have people in our schools, you have people in our government who do not know God. They may even be going to church, but they don't know the Lord. They have no idea what this is about. And we have an America that has fallen away, an America that needs to repent and probably won't, but Americans will. God isn't here to save America. He's here to save you. So while all these people that have all this money and have all these plans and it's hopeless, there's hope in God because he has more than enough abundance. And the Lord will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. He will destroy the wicked as well. That's not saying that the wicked <laughs> and those destroying the earth are not the same people. They are. And so in verse 15 of Hebrews 6, and so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. That's what we want. You know, there's going to come a time in your life I mean, if you're young, you're not there yet. There's going to come a time when you say, you know, I'm really tired of what is happening. And you're going to have to draw strength on the Lord more and more. And there's a, there's a time, and I'm convinced of it. And I saw my in-laws and my dad and my mother, I saw them all reach that point where they were ready to go. I remember one of the last times I seen my dad. He said, son, you don't have to come see me anymore. He says, because I'm fine. I've been taken care of here. And when I went back after that, he didn't even know me. But he knew he had a son, and he and he recognized me after I introduced, you know, I mean, as much as he could. And when he died, when he started getting sick, nobody called me. So they called me after they after he died, after they had already put him to rest and not going to have any kind of a funeral. So me and my family were left hanging with no closure. And the bottom line of it is, you have to get over it. That's life. But see, people reach that end. And some people reach it sooner my cousin who was my best friend and once we grown up I was busy you know how that goes and he come by to see me one time and I talked to him but I was busy I was in a managerial position I had duties people were all over me you know this is what we you know I had to do this do that and I couldn't talk to him much but he did tell me the issues he was facing. And within a couple of years, he had committed suicide. Broke my heart. He was a good guy. We went to school together. We worked on our grandpa's farm together. You see, and that's what life does. And as a believer in Jesus Christ, I rebuke that. And in, in, in a believer and a follower and a minister of the gospel, an evangelist, a preacher, a teacher, and as one that you may not even know who I am at all, I rebuke that with everything that is in me. And I rebuke that for attacking people. 
And I'm here to tell you that in God there is abundance. In God there is hope through Jesus Christ our Lord. No matter how dark, dank, dirty, filthy the world gets, and no matter how dark, dank, and dirty, and filthy the sinner is, God will take them and clean them up and make them into a new person. Where there is no way, he will make a way. Where you have no money, he will find a way for you if you will seek and believe and have patience. And if there is no money, if there is no job, if there is no place to put your head, then what you do is trust the Lord. Remember Israel? Coming out of Egypt? They made it to Sinai all right. But there was a time they had to wander in the desert for 40 years because of sin and judgment. And God initiated the judgment on him for 40 years. And that generation that had sinned against him so, so grievously was brought about because out of the 12 spies that were sent into the promised land, God was going to get him in there earlier. Only two came back with a good report. The other 10 said we couldn't do it. So all the people turned against Moses and against God. And they were the ones that eventually fell during those 40 years. Judgment initiated. But then God did another thing. He fulfilled a promise. I'm going to take your kids and bring them in. And by the time those kids were raised, God had showed them what his provision was like. And they went into the promised land and took it. When God delivered the children of Israel from Babylon, he sent Cyrus, his Persian anointed king, And Babylon fell at the same time Judah was freed from 70 years of captivity. Whenever you see judgment, you can find deliverance. Whenever there is God's judgment on his people, there is always a redemptive portion to that. When you accept Christ, yes, he's going to deal with you as a father. He will judge you. And he will even put you through things that will be like literal hell to get you to turn around and see what he wants you to see. I have over a decade, actually 12 years estimated by me, that God and I had a disagreement. I didn't at any point. Reject God, reject Jesus Christ. I just had a running issue. <laughs> and I'm not talking a disease. <laughs> there were certain things that had happened that I did not like. And I disagreed. Well, coming to find out that got taken care of. And then one night, this was in the beginning of the internet, I was on the internet. And into my room where I was the Lord appeared and began to call me again to an end time ministry of what we had began a long time ago and that today is known as the WIBR Warren Radio and we're doing exactly what the Lord had told us to do I didn't know how we were going to do it but God has made a way for us. And I'm not here to make you believe. I'm not here to argue with you. I'm here to give you the word of God. And give you the related items with it. But you need to decide. I decided a long time ago. At that time, I was not going to allow fear or anything to stop me from believing God. I was not going to allow anything to rise up. When I open the door to tomorrow, it's not going to be by fear. 
I'm not going to be afraid of tomorrow. I'm not going to be afraid of what they're going to do. I'm not going to be afraid of what the devil is going to do. I am going to open the door to tomorrow with faith, believing that God will make a way, that he will protect my family. He will bring us to that point of safety. And we will know his presence. And verse 16, For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath of confirmation is to them an end of all strife. You know, you have all kinds of peace treaties, but a lot, a lot of times they don't work. Verse 17, wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs the promise of the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath. God did the same thing, but he's greater than men. So you can trust God to believe that in him is all abundance. Verse 18, that by two immutable, unchangeable things in which it's impossible for God to lie, we might have a, a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay a hold of the hope that's set before us. Which hope we have as an anchor in the soul, both sure and steadfast, which entereth into that within the veil. That's the Holy of Holies. Whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus, made a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Now we've talked about Melchizedek. No beginning and end. Even Abraham paid tithes to him. And Yahshua today is ever living, making intercession for saints in the Holy of Holies in heaven. And he has made a way for us. And so while we're in the world, the devil's going to get your mind off it, but you need to seek the Lord and come to him and allow him to take you from there. So we're going to pray right now. And when you hear this, if you've got a need, reach out. And if you have a need, I believe. Say, I believe and I receive. Father, in Jesus' name, I look to you. I know you have abundance for everybody. And I'm reaching out and I'm touching everyone in the spirit. Lord, send your presence, your spirit to them. Look at their heart, Father. They have a need. Undertake for them in Jesus' name. To those who need healing, I speak healing. To those that need a miracle, I speak miraculous delivery. To those that help, need help financially, lost a job, make a way for them. Undertake, Lord. Give them hope. Protect the families. Protect the dads and the moms and the children. Bring their unsaved loved ones into the veil with you. Father, move by your abundance through your spirit, Lord God, and heal and deliver in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. I receive, I believe, and I send this out across the airwaves. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word and from this prayer and the miracles and those that have heard it and those that have received it. In Jesus' name, let them be set free, Father. Let them be provided for. And let them praise your name, O oh my God and my Savior, through Jesus Christ. Amen. Go in peace. Believe and have faith. And today, you have someone making intercession for you within the veil. Shalom, everybody. Till next time.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.